0: Well, welcome to 2018, everybody. Yeah, I like the hoop and holler, sweet. Uh, we're, you, gotta, you gotta just laugh at yourself every once in a while, right? And there's a lot to laugh about in our Christian community, that's for sure. But laughing at the point that Jesus, the, 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 the sad thing is Jesus probably is slipping in the rankings a little bit, right? Coming in at number eight. And uh, here we are, we're in this series, we're talking about how we're gonna be all in and and so many of us will say that aren't aren't we? How many of you are going to be all in and lose some weight? Yes. <laughs> yeah, right. So what what what, what diet are you going to follow? Who's fo- What what diets are we following now? Keto. Keto. Keto is the hot diet in 2018. How many of you are doing keto? Woo. Okay. All right. Here we go. Yep. So we're gonna we're all gonna follow something. Basically, the whole deal is right. Cut out sugar and bad carbs and eat whatever else you want. Right. That's just and you'll lose your weight. But here here's the point. Every year. We do this, and, and whether I don't even ask anymore, because most of us have decided not to do resolutions anymore, really. But even if you're not, <clears throat> I don't know how you can go into a new year. I think, again, I'm so grateful that God gives us the gift of time. Because with time, we can actually say last year. Anybody want a good riddance to 2017? Okay, isn't that interesting? So if, the, the fact that we're like, oh yeah, get rid of 2017. I think you can't help But hope that 2018 is going to be different. And so I was sitting there on New Year's Eve, December 31st, 2017, early in the morning. And I just started to imagine. I'm sitting here, and it's December 31st, 2018. What do I want to feel? What do I want to see? What do I want to know? And then I start making my list. These are the things that I really want to give my life to that I'm going to follow this year. Now, here's the deal. The reason we're doing all that is because every single one of us, if you're human, you want your life to be complete. You want your life to be full. You want your life to be satisfying. You want to know that you have purpose. You want to feel free. All of that is innately put inside of us. So here we are two weeks ago at Christmas. God so loved the world, right? He loved us so much that he gave his one and only son, so whoever would believe in him would receive what? Eternal Life, eternal life. Jesus put it this way He goes, I came, that'd be Christmas. I came so that you could have life to the full. So basically, everything we're looking for, whatever we're trying to, whatever you're going to follow this year, what we want to propose this morning, and thanks for coming and spending some time with us, is that if we would actually follow Jesus Christ this year, we'd have life. That's what he says. In fact, you know what he, he defines eternal life for us. He says eternal life is actually not that you live forever. Eternal life is that you know the one true God and Jesus whom he sent. Not know about him. Know him intimately and personally. So, usually, And again, I always use Susie, my wife, as that example. The reason I know Susie, know her, more than any of you in this building, is because I let her in to more of my life than I let any of you. And the more places she gets into, the more I actually get to know her. And then on the flip side, I totally jump into Susie's life. And she lets me in. And so the more she lets me in, the more I engage in her life, I know her. And that's how it works with God. If you want to know him and therefore have eternal life, then what that means is you're actually going to let God into all the areas of your life. And in 2018, you're actually going to follow him. You're gonna actually go in to who he is. So at K2, our mission is to invite. This is what we're all about. We wanna invite those of you who aren't yet on the adventure of following Jesus, and we wanna equip all of you who are We wanna invite and equip everyone to live out the adventure of following Christ. And we say follow him because, again, it's not this. But if you follow him, that means you say yes to him. That means you go with him. And every time you say yes to Christ, you actually experience him. And when you experience him, then he becomes real and you know him. And that's our desire for this year for every single one of us. So what we're going to do in the March, in, this, uh, in January uh, is we are going to take just one verse and we're going to unpack it. And it comes right out of here, Matthew chapter 4, verses 18 through 22, and then I'll show you where we're going to go. It says, while while walking in the Sea of Galilee, Jesus saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, Come follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And immediately they left their nets, and they followed him. And going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in the boat with Zebedee, their father mending their nets, and he called them. And immediately, they left the boat and their father, and they followed him. And I want to tell you, man, these guys right here, Simon, Andrew, James, and John, their lives were never the same. Because they heard Jesus say, come follow me. And they immediately left everything and they went with him. And I want to tell you, man, what happened was they experienced Jesus Christ. And they found out who he really was. And they knew him. And it changed their life. And I'm telling you, 2018... That can be true for every one of us. And I don't care if you have never started the adventure of following Jesus. Well, then this year will be amazing for you. Or if you're like me and you've been doing it for over 30 years, I know that 2018 can be fresh and more exciting than any other year I've had with Jesus. You all believe this? Okay? So here's what we're gonna talk about. Then we have to start with, then who's Jesus? Because most of us walk in here and we have our own idea of who he is. We're like I like this about Jesus, or I don't like that about Jesus, or I think he's like this, or I think no. So what we have to do is we just have to stop and go. Listen, your opinion of who he is, or what you think he is, actually doesn't matter. What's super important is that you know who he is. So when we look at this verse, here's, here's we're going to look at four weeks on this. Come follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. That's where we're going to tear this verse apart. And today is simply who's the me. Are you actually following the real Jesus who can actually give you eternal life when you experience him? That's the question. All right? So let's pray. Father, I ask this morning as we kick off this first Sunday together in a new year, would you, out of your grace and mercy and love for every person in this room, would you please reveal to us Jesus Help us to see him. Help us to know him. Clear away the fog. May he amaze us one more time. And I ask that you do that because you, if we know him, we will have life. But we got to make sure that we're knowing the right Jesus. So help us to do that today. In his precious name we pray. Amen. All right. Would you all stand with me? So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to, the verse that we're, I'm going to actually go through today. If we're going to know who Jesus is, this is a Colossians chapter 1, and there are 10 verses in here, okay? We're going to look at 10 verses in Colossians chapter 1, and Paul gives this amazing description of Jesus, and we're going to, I want us to read it together. Would you guys read it? Okay, let's like, like, let's read it with some gusto. Let's, let's, let's take a chance, and, and together as a community, let's just declare this word of God, okay? And then when we're done, I'm going to show you, there's crazy, there's 14 unbelievable things in here about Jesus, Just in this, all right? So let's read it together. Here we go. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness, and he's brought us into the kingdom of the son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. The son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven, he might have the supremacy. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Once you were alienated from God and you were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior, But now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in his sight, without blemish, and free from accusation. Woo! Yeah! Sweet! All right, baby, sit down, grab your pencils and your pens, and let's go. Here we go, 14 things. Who are you following in 2018? If you're going to follow Jesus, then you got to follow this Jesus. Number one, he's the king. Okay, he's the king. For God has rescued us from the dominion of darkness, and he brought us into the kingdom of the son that he loves. And then when you're a king, that means you rule. You call the shots. You don't, you don't ask for other people's opinions and kind of negotiate with things. No, if you're going to follow Jesus, that means he actually gets to be your ruler. That's what it means. And so you're going to follow him with every part of who you are. And here's the other cool thing. When, of, of the king, in, in Revelation chapter 19 verse 16, it reveals Jesus and he says, on his robe and on his thigh he has this name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. So in Ephesians, he, Paul writes this, God raised Christ from the dead and he seated him at his right hand, okay, that's the position of authority, in the heavenly realms, And he is far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that's invoked not only in the present age, but in the age to come. That's Jesus, man. He is the king of kings, the Lord of lords. There's no authority, no power in heaven. There's no demonic power that can freak you out, that can overcome what Jesus wants to do. There's no power on earth that can overcome Jesus Christ, he's the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And so when he says, come, follow me, he's saying, if you follow me, you get to follow the one who's over everything, including you, all right? So there we go. Number two, Jesus is the redeemer. In Jesus Christ, we have redemption, the forgiveness of sin. Now this word, redemption, you gotta understand a little bit in the biblical sense. What it means is that anything that you own, It's yours. If it gets lost, shows up in a pawn shop, right? Or if it's captive or if it's put in prison, something that's yours is not in your possession anymore. So they always use this of prisoners of war. You belong to this nation. This is your home, but you got captive in here. Then what you could do in that day and age is you actually could redeem that person which you did by making a purchase. You would pay for it, and then you could take that person and you could bring them home. Here's what God is saying. Jesus Christ is our Redeemer. He's the one who paid the price, again, in the first verse, to rescue you from a dominion of darkness, from a life that's confusing, from a life that's depressing, from a life that's separated from God. Jesus came and said, I'm coming because I love you so much, and I'm going to pay the price, and I'm going to bring you home. So the one who says, come, follow me, is the one who loved you so much that he would pay for you with his life. He dies for you. You got anybody else, man, that who will die for you. That's it. He's the redeemer. Number three, Jesus is the image of God. Who is this I follow? He, the son, is the image of the invisible God. Right, Who? everybody trying to figure out who is God? Is there a God? And if there is one, what does he look like? I love in First Timothy, it says, God, the blessed and only ruler, the king of kings and the Lord of lords, who alone is immortal and who lives in unapproachable light Whom no one has seen or can see. That God. Didn't we just celebrate Christmas? That God came into the world and took on human flesh. So now we can see him. And we now know who he is. We now know the nature of God, the power of God, the love of God. We now know through Jesus Christ that he is no respecter of persons, that he calls everyone. That's what we talked about on Christmas Eve. And so when you say, Jesus hey, come follow me, what he's saying is, that me is God. Fantastic. Number four, Jesus is the firstborn over all creation. Jesus is the firstborn over all creation, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities. What does that mean? You guys, there's firstborn primarily meant rank or position. You were the firstborn son, yes, But really what that meant was you were the one who was master over all of the inheritance. You had the responsibility, the oversight, and the authority of everything else. And so what God is saying is Jesus Christ is the firstborn over all creation, over all of it. He has authority over everything that's created. Why? Because number five, Jesus is the creator. There is nothing that you can see on this planet that Jesus Christ actually didn't create. So it doesn't have power over him. Nothing that you can see should ever be over Jesus. And this is why New Year's resolutions are new. What are you going to pursue this year? What's going to satisfy you? Is it going to be a better job? Is it going to be more money? Is it going to be a new relationship, a new husband, a new wife? Is it going to be better health? You know, you know, there's so many different things you can pursue, but they're all created things. So Jesus, look at this. For in Jesus Christ, all things were created, things in heaven and in earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers, rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. And, and now here's what I wanted to remind you. When Jesus says, come follow me, here's what you got to realize. You were created in him. Now, now think about this, right? This water bottle, this music stand, These sheets of paper, this TV screen, these chairs you're sitting on, everything that we see in this room was created, right? Amen? Everybody created? Okay. Where did it start? It started in someone's mind. In a person, the idea started. And when all things were created in Christ, here's what you need to know you are God's idea. In him, you were created. That's why you look different than anybody else in this room. That's why your unique personality is exactly what God wanted you to be. In him, you were created. Then through him, you were created. I mean, he's the one that actually, you wouldn't be on this planet if it wasn't for him. The one who's saying, hey, come follow me, is the one who actually gave you your life. And then you're created in him, through him, and for him. So if in 2018, you're looking for your purpose, okay? What are you going to follow? What's going to find your satisfaction and fullness of life? How are you going to find your purpose in life? Can I just tell you right now, there's only one person who knows why you're here. And it's your creator. And so that's why Jesus says, come follow me. Because if you try to find your life, you're going to lose it. But if you'll lose it for me, you're going to find it. So, come follow me, your creator. He knows why you're here. Number six, Jesus is the unifying power. Jesus is before all things, and in him, all things hold together. Now, Jason Dunn, our executive pastor, who actually was a physics professor, okay? He should be up here for this brief moment, because I am not a physics person at all. In fact, we were driving in a car one day, and I said, Hey, Jason, if you're going to tell a third grader about physics, tell me. You know what he told me? David, the baseline of everything is there's these forces that are inherent within creation. Who's the creator? Jesus. Okay, that's good. Answer. Who's the creator? <laughs> Jesus. And there's three forces inherent in creation. What are they? Gravitation, electromagnetic, and nuclear. What does the nuclear force do? It holds everything together. Protons and neutrons shouldn't be hanging together. There is a force that actually holds them together together. So here's what's interesting. Not only in the natural laws that God put into his creation does it hold everything together, but he also holds our relationships together by the law of love. See, God actually, when he created the world, he goes, I hold everything together, not just physical stuff. I'm the one who holds you together because God's love, you guys, is what you were made for. And it is a love that doesn't say, I'll love you if you start doing this. And if you stop doing this, I'm going to stop loving you. That's human love. God's love is not based on your performance at all. He just does. And when his love gets inside your heart and everything else is not holding together, your job isn't holding together, your health isn't holding together, Your relationships aren't holding you. Your marriage isn't holding together. Everything, the government's not holding together. It looks like everything's falling apart. You know what's so cool? God goes, I can hold you together. I can pour my love into your heart, and you will know me if you'll follow me. And here's what's cool. And once you get God's love inside your heart, then you can actually give that to your wife. Then you can actually give that to your husband. You can give it to Everybody. And what the world needs now is love. love. And it needs that type of love, though. A love that never fails and always perseveres. You guys, come follow me. And Jesus says, you follow me. I will hold your life together. Number seven, Jesus is the head of the church. Okay, so all of us who believe, Jesus says, you're a part of the body. Every one of you, you're completely unique. I made you and I created you for a specific purpose. But here's the deal. You will never know why you're so unique and what's so beautiful about you. And you'll never produce everything that I have for you unless you're connected to the head. What's going on right now? The only reason I can speak and move and make any sense whatsoever is because all of my body is connected to the head. And what Jesus is saying is, if we will be connected to the head, he goes, I'm the one who has the ideas. And I will lead you. And I'm the one who actually gives energy to your body, to you. And I'm the one who's leading every single one of you uniquely. See, and and that's what happens. If God speaks to each one of us and each one of us says, I'll follow you, Jesus. I'll follow you, Jesus. I'll follow you, Jesus. I'll follow you, Jesus. You know what happens? The head unites us in one purpose and does way more with us than we could ever do ourselves. Jesus is saying, come follow me. He goes, because I'm the head, and I'm the only one who can lead you in that way. Number eight, Jesus is the beginning. What's that mean? That means he's the author. He's the source. He's the reason from which everything has its existence. Just real quick on this one. If he's the beginning, then without him, there's no you. Without him, there is no purpose. There's nothing. And Jesus says, come follow me. I am the beginning of the rest of your days on this planet, and I can make him everything you want me to be. Number nine, Jesus is the firstborn of many children. Jesus is the firstborn from among the dead. Now, for those of you who are with us in December, do you guys remember this in Romans 8? It said, for those that God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. You know what it means when Jesus says, I am the first, when Jesus Christ is the firstborn among the dead? He means that everyone who dies, everyone who has a chance for eternal life can only happen through Christ. You guys, Jesus is the firstborn. And what he's saying is, how do you receive eternal life? You must believe in me. You must receive me. My spirit will come inside of you. You will be born of my spirit, and you will become a child of God. And so we, we, when he says, come follow me, he's like, I'm the one who actually makes you a child of God. Number 10, Jesus is supreme so that in everything he might have the supremacy. Now let's just be, let's just be really, try to bring this home now a little bit. I'm going to provide some super application at the end, but think about this. Right in our skit, what happened? Woohoo, Jesus made number eight. Yeah, yeah he's really, is he excited about that? No, he's not excited about that. OK. Because what is he? Why? He is number one. Do you guys see why? You, you, don't, you don't even exist if he't if he, if, without Jesus Christ. He is the king of kings. He calls a shot so that he can have supremacy in everything. No other gods before me. So nothing else. Jesus he just, Nothing else can give you life, you guys. Nothing else gave you life, gives you life. Nothing else is your life. So here's how this works. Come follow me and let me have supremacy in your marriage, in your relationships, in your sexuality, in your finances, in all of your plans, in your dreams, your recreation, in your time. You don't, if you walk into 2018 and continue to say, I'm gonna figure all those things out. Then I'm going to read some more books, and I'm going to go to some more seminars, and I'm going to follow my heart. And Jesus is like, okay, good luck on that one. But if you follow me and make me first, I'll come into your marriage. I'll come into your finances. I'll come into your sexuality. I'll come into your time, and I will show you what all of those things mean and how they can give you life. Come follow me me number 11 Jesus is the fullness of God for God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him that just means all that God is Jesus is I love in John he said in the beginning before anything was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and he became flesh and he dwelt among us come follow me I'm your God number 12 he's the reconciler for God was pleased through Christ to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven. You only need reconciliation if you're separated. And that's what our sin does, you guys. If you live 2017 and you lived separate from God, here's what the good news is. Jesus, God through Jesus Christ, reconcile, which means brought back together. Everything, but let's specifically talk about you. Human beings can now be brought back together to God because of what Jesus Christ did. And what does that mean? That means I can finally hear God. I can actually receive his guidance and his wisdom and his strength and his joy and his peace and his love. Everything I need for life can now happen because I'm not separated from God anymore. And Jesus is the reconciler. Number 13, he's our peace. By making peace through his blood shed on the cross. And you know what Jesus did? Come follow me, he says and you'll be at peace with God. Are you at peace with God? No fear, no judgment, no condemnation, absolute forgiveness. Jesus Christ is the one. When you know him, you know he was your savior and that in him he took on the punishment from God so I never have to experience it. I can be at peace with God every day. And then, once you get settled inside your heart with the presence of Christ, then we can be at peace with each other. His whole goal was to bring people together by pouring his love into our hearts so we could give it to each other. And then, how many of you just need some peace right in here for 2018? Anybody want some peace, okay? What does he say? He goes, the peace that passes all understanding. It's beyond what you can even imagine. That peace, God will give you and he will guard your heart and your mind. Cause that's why you don't have peace. You're thinking a bunch of stuff that isn't true and you're afraid of the future. And in your heart, you don't have the things that you want. And he goes, I can actually give you peace right here. Man, come follow me. Be at peace with God. Be at peace with each other and have peace right here. Last one, Jesus is the Savior. Once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior. But now... He has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death. Look at this. To present you holy in his sight without blemish and free from accusation. Jesus says, come follow me and I'll save you from eternal separation from God. I'll save you right now from the power of sin, which is destroying your relationships and destroying your own heart and I will save you from all the burden of regret and guilt and shame that you have from your past. I am your Savior. Come follow me. That's who's saying 2018. Come follow me. Now, there's somebody who can say this way better than me. I I, I listened to this again this week, and it's so good. So just watch this video, and then we'll keep moving on.
1: The Bible says my king is a king of the Jews, he's a king of Israel, he's a king of righteousness, he's the king of the ages, he's the king of heaven, he's a king of glory, he's the king of kings, and he's the Lord of Lords. That's my king wonder, do you know him? My king is a sovereign king. No means of measure can define his limitless love. Do you know him? He's the greatest phenomenon that has ever crossed the horizon of this world. He's God's son. He's a sinner's savior. He's the centerpiece of civilization. He's unparalleled I wonder if you know him today. He supplies strength for the weak. He guards and he guides. He heals the sick. He forgives sinners. He serves the the unfortunate. I wonder if you know him. He's a key to knowledge. He's the doorway of deliverance. He's the pathway of peace. He's the roadway of righteousness. He's the highway of holiness. He's the gateway of glory. Do you know him? I could describe him to you, he's indescribable, he's incomprehensible, he's invincible, he's irresistible, you can't outlive him, and you can't live without him, the Pharisees couldn't stand him, but they found out they couldn't stop him, Pilate couldn't find any fault in him, Herod couldn't kill him, death couldn't handle him, and the grave couldn't hold him, death don't you wish I just spoke like that? It just gets you excited to go out. I love
0: that. Oh, by the way, go home and look that up on YouTube. That's it's a whole. That's like two minutes of a whole message. You can find three minutes, six minutes. It is. Susie and I were in tears just listening to it. It's fantastic. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, just, just, just look up, That's My King, and the guy's name is Dr. S.M. Lockridge, but just look up, That's My King. Okay, now let, let's bring this home. Why in the world do all of us want to go, God, get rid of 2017. Glad that one's over. Why in the world are you and I not experiencing this Jesus When we say, "Right, I'm a a Christian, man. I'm a Christian." If that Jesus is living inside of me, where is He? Do we know Him? Do you know that King? Let me just give you a couple things that I think might help with this. Susie gave me permission to share this. Early on in our marriage, man, when we found each other, it was awesome. I mean, it was. It was. We were smitten. Um, in love, everything was beautiful, no kids, spending all this time together, right? Um, and then one time I come home at the end of work, and she's in the bathroom getting ready. And I'm like, oh, crap, I forgot, you know, what, we have plans tonight, and I'm not ready at all, and she's looking really good, so I say, hey, honey, do you need me to, you know, change and stuff to get ready? And she's like, well, it doesn't matter, you can if you want or not, and I'm like, okay. Um, yeah, but you're getting all duped up, shouldn't I get duped up if we're going out. And she says, oh, I'm, I'm not going out with you. And I said, so who are you going out with? And she goes, well, Ryan. And I'm like, well, who's Ryan? And she goes, you no, know, I've told you about Ryan. My old boyfriend. And I go, okay. And she goes, yeah, we're just going to go out and get something to eat, and then uh, we'll go to a movie, and then we'll, you know, we got a hotel downtown, and everything will be cool. Yeah, okay, you guys found me, right? (laughs) But in this story, you can imagine the woman, here's what she would say. Wait a second, honey, no, 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 no. Because the guy's like, don't you understand? No, we're married. That means no other guy. She's like, no, no, wait a second, honey. (laughs) Married, yes, and you are. You're the most important one to me. You're the one that I spend the most time with. But you can't expect me just to get rid of my old boyfriends. Okay, now Susie was like, "I don't. Please don't use me in this story." <laughs> Let me just say point blank, clear to all the cameras. Obviously, that's not what took place. But what I wanted, when I heard that story, I wanted to share it from a personal perspective. Because did you feel it? Yes. And yet, Jesus says. You know what he said right before that? In Matthew 4 17, it says, From that time on, Jesus began to preach. And here's what he said to everybody Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. See, because here's the thing repent means what? It means you have devotion to all these other things. I'm going to follow my dreams. I'm going to get more money. I'm going to have the, I'm going to, these are going to be the most important things in my life, my, my marriage, sex, whatever. And Jesus says, So well, here's the deal. You actually have to turn away from those things, and you need to have no other gods before me. Doesn't mean you don't have a job, doesn't mean you don't have relationships, but they cannot be above Him. But what most of us in this room, the reason we don't experience the life to the full is because we have a marriage. That's the, the, ver- actual, that's the actual illustration the Bible uses, especially in Ephesians 5. He says, the reason there's marriage is because it's a representation of Jesus Christ and his bride. But many of our marriages with Jesus, our relationship with Jesus is like the story I just shared with you where we're like, hey, I, I want to get married with you. I don't, re- don't ask me to repent of these things. I want you in my life, Jesus. I'll even make you the most important thing in my life. But I want to have these other things too. I want to be committed to these other things too. And that's where it just doesn't work. Do you guys see this? He's the king of kings, man, and the Lord of lords. He's your creator. He is Jesus Christ. And when he says, you come follow me, there's no no two ways about it. There's no like halfway, like partial, like when I feel like it thing with Jesus. When you run into that Jesus, you either fall on your face before him or you run away from him. That's what we need to understand. I heard this illustration. You guys, can you guys imagine, right, it, uh, the drama was done. I'm supposed to be up here, and I don't, I don't come up on stage. Five minutes go by, you start to get a little uncomfortable, and finally I come running in, and I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, you guys. I, I'm sorry I'm late. I was fixing a flat tire, but then as soon as I got done with the tire, I went back to look at it, and I got hit by a Mack truck, and it hurt. And, and now here's, here's the truth. If I got up here and shared that story, all of you would look at me and go, Okay, either you're lying or you're sorely deceived. (laughs) Because when somebody gets hit by a Mack truck, they look a little different. And I'm telling you, there is no Mack truck that is more powerful than the creator of the universe. There's no one. There's nothing. And what the scripture says, when you actually believe in Christ... The creator of the universe, the holy, all-powerful God actually comes inside of you, rips out the dominion of darkness, and puts you into the kingdom of the Son he loves. You become one in spirit with God. I'm telling you, you're going to look different. And so what we need to do, we got to be wise with ourselves and go, okay, I call myself a Christian, but the truth is I don't follow him. I do whatever I want with my money. I do whatever I want sexually. I use and abuse drugs and alcohol and all this. I do all these things that God doesn't really want me to do. But I got Jesus too. And I'm telling you, he's saying, you want life? Then you follow me and nothing else. So guys, here's the deal. I'm not talking about a resolution this year, okay? You know why? Because here's the definition of a resolution. It's a firm decision. Keep, the, you'll try to keep And I'm telling you, God goes, I don't offer resolutions. I'm not asking you to try harder. I'm offering you a revolution. You know what a revolution is? That's an absolute overthrow. It's when you're living in a dominion, a kingdom of darkness, and God comes in through Jesus Christ, rescues you from that, and puts a new king in your heart. That's when everything changes. And you will never experience this. My 30 years of doing this and my biggest fear is people will go to church for years at K2 and never have eternal life. That scares the crap out of me, I'll be honest with you. Because I know I'm going to stand before him and he says, you're going to be accountable, Dave, as the shepherd of this flock. So can I just tell you right now, if you don't know him, then you don't have him. And he is eternal life. And 2018 will be completely different if you have this revolution. And you repent and turn to God and receive Christ on your throne and you follow him. He will change everything and the change will be life. All right? Hey, so you know what? I just want to... So here's the deal. I I did not do this first service. I got to do this right now. This is not a game. This is your freaking life. Okay? Now... So I'm just going to ask, man, I want to pray for you. I want 2018 to be different. I want it to be different. And so if you want to join the event, I want to invite you onto the adventure of following Christ. And those of you who are already on it, some of you need to repent and throw off all the crap that's not of him and get back on the adventure so you can run the race. And if you want to follow Christ with all you've got. Will you just stand right now and let me, let's just pray and let's make this thing happen this year. Jesus, for every true heart that's standing, and even those who are sitting, but inside their heart, they're saying, I'm done. I'm done with 2017. I'm done sitting on the throne of my own heart. I want Jesus Christ in here. You come and be my king And I will follow you wherever you lead. I want to experience you. I want to know you. I want to see you do more than I could ever even ask or imagine. Jesus, come and do that in here. Strengthen and empower every one of us to have that life. And I ask for it in the name of Jesus Christ. Because through him, we can come right to your throne to receive all the mercy and all the grace we need. Everything we need for life through knowing you, Jesus. I love it. In your name, amen. amen. All right, go ahead and have a seat. So here's the deal. The band is going to lead us in a song, and I want you guys just to soak in this. Here's your chance, okay? We're going to give you about 15 minutes now to, to, to do this gift that God gave us of worship, okay, of musical, work, where, where what you've heard is in your heart, and now you're going to be able to declare it to him. In this first song, we just want you to soak in it. Take the words. Make them real for yourself, Okay? Get them inside you. And while we do, yes, our connections team is going to take our offering. Why? Because I'm all in, baby. (laughs) I'm all in. I'm not hoarding stuff from me. I'm going to to do what my king says with my finances and find out, oh, my God, that was the best thing I could have ever done for my own soul, for everybody around me, and for God's glory. So go ahead and band. Let's do this. Let's let's worship, and let's take our offering, and let's commit our hearts ready to go out and live this new life. Let's do it.